0: What's up, Redhead Racing Radio? Andrew Curlin is back. I'm Jason Schultz, and it's Championship Week. Aren't we excited, Andrew, for the—I mean—the Championship race?
1: It is Championship Week. We got one left, Phoenix. I'm excited Good to job. see like what this town is going to look like.
0: Okay, before we get to that, where have you been for the last two months?
1: Where have I been, man? I've been all over. I, like, I'm—I'm I'm going on weekend number four of like not being home. So it's been.
0: These been people haven't busy. heard your voice in months. you got to tell them what's happening. We said we ser- sent a search party out for last week and didn't say anything negative about you then. But what what's going on? What's been going on?
1: Well, I was at Country Thunder. Then I uh, ran a triathlon. was at Martinsville. Going to be at Phoenix this weekend. I might go to the uh, Rallycross next weekend because um, Kyle Busch is going to be in that. So it might be kind of cool to cover that. But, yeah pretty crazy also i I finished a like media law class which is what took up most of my time
0: all right i'm gonna rank the events you just listed off in terms of excitement are you ready
1: okay all
0: right media law is number one yeah triathlons number two country thunders number three martinsville's number seven
1: seven how's that well we haven't gotten to seven weekends yet but i'll i'll It's going to be hard to top Country Thunder Weekend. Like, it really is. Like, that was so much fun um, to kind of cover and and do for for the first time.
0: And you kind of got to do any kind of content you wanted to, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I tried to do as much as I could. um, With country artists. row,
0: With country artists, big stars, full access, on camera, stuff like that.
1: Yeah, it was pretty sweet. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. Got the chance to talk to a few of the artists who were who were taking the stage. Drew Parker was one of those guys. Um, he's, uh, he's got some songs out. He's got some songs out on the uh, Apple Music, on the Spotify. He's also written songs for guys like Luke Combs, Ray Fulcher. Um, so that was cool to just kind of talk about that because, you know, music is something that I'm super interested in and it was fun to, to, to be in that world. So go check it out on YouTube my
0: favorite part of country music these days is drinking at concerts
1: yeah you like that it's,
0: it's a fun experience you're gonna come and we'll go to eric church in december in north carolina and you're gonna be my designated driver
1: that'll be i i'll you do look it forward to that
0: experience
1: i'm looking forward to it maybe not like the drive back when like you're Asleep or no, just... No, we're going
0: to have a great conversation on <laughs> the drive back.
1: Yeah, I bet. I bet the conversation on the drive back is going to be one for the ages. <laughs> we should
0: record it as a podcast. Oh, yeah. we're totally doing that. You're just going to okay. put your phone on and we're going to record it.
1: Okay, we can do that.
0: All right, how was Martinsville Speedway?
1: Martinsville was good. Um, obviously Sunday was pretty eventful. No Gregson's win was also pretty awesome to experience um I don't think I've experienced really a celebration quite like that Um, because
0: it never happens in NASCAR these days
1: yeah I mean honestly what it reminded me the most of was like when someone wins the championship in Miami um and they would park down on the edge of the front stretch and you would it was just kind of like the driver took a while to get to victory lane because they were just soaking it in and um honestly like that made Saturday's win feel bigger than the Sunday race just because Noah Gregson made it feel like that so that was really cool to be a part of
0: it seemed comparable to when a basketball or baseball team wins a series and they have a big celebration champagne flying stuff like that and it makes it feel important like you just want a series it's a big deal you're getting to the championship game like it's a big or championship series it's a freaking big deal and that's what they got to make the wins feel like. To make fans care. you got to make the wins feel big. And Noah does a awesome job at doing that. And pretty much every other driver in NASCAR sucks at doing that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I was convinced that, you know, when Noah got out of the car, there was going to be no cup driver to win on Sunday at Martinsville who would celebrate quite like that. By and
0: shotgunning a beer by opening their mouth with it. Opening their mouth with it. Is that how he did or it? Opening, I didn't even or see. Or opening it with their mouth. I said that wrong.
1: Is that what he, he did? He literally...
0: Yeah, and I talked to JRM, social guy, and he was there filming it, and he was like, he freaking opened it with his teeth, which which could have gone either one or two ways. He could have freaking started bleeding profusely out of his mouth at that point. Like that would have been that would have been a turn in the celebration. Not gonna lie, would have been would have been not good. Would
1: have been a damper on the events. Yeah.
0: And then uh, Andrew, the social guy's name, said, uh, "Not you, Andrew." He, like, looked at it for a few seconds before, like, going up and doing it. He's like, take a deep breath before he, you know, inhale the alcohol into your mouth. And But, like, how cool is that? Like, what a driver would do that? Like, Kyle Larson's not going to do that after he wins the championship. His wife would, but he won it.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I was saying, like, if Chase Elliott won that race on Sunday, he would get out of the car, give it a little thumbs up, maybe crack. Maybe you'd oh. see a couple of teeth. And it's like... But I don't know. Here's the thing. I do think for the cup drivers on Sunday, whoever wins that championship, it's going to feel like a big deal. Um, I think they will properly celebrate, and and I think the moment will be right
0: for that. Well, we said that last year for Phoenix, and Chase, like, he was excited, but did not feel like. Maybe that was just the— I don't
1: know. I mean, like, from what I remember, is like, that picture of him and Bill, you know? And, like, that was, like—I actually—that was, like, the first time it looked like Chase was excited about winning something. Yeah. Is what I thought.
0: We talked about how the race, it's like that championship feeling was not there compared to what Homestead had. Yeah, and but, how he I won, but I won, But it didn't feel like the self, Like he won and it was happy, but it was like, this doesn't feel like a championship.
1: I want to come back to you and, and tell you what it feels like after this weekend. Because I think it will feel a little bit more like a championship with everything somewhat back to normal. I still think, and I know TV is, is, is how it is, but... It ending under under the day isn't as ideal that's why i'm excited about the trucks and Xfinity series finishing under the lights because i think that just makes the moment feel a little bigger um but let me let me experience it this weekend and, and then i can let you know how it is
0: i still don't feel like fans in the stands is going to change how it feels no but even just
1: important. like everything's more open the access it just it feels more like a normal season i watched all of last year on T V and it didn't feel normal. And versus yeah. this year when things were normal on TV it, it just felt. The practice felt and better.
0: qualifying will be nice, but the still yeah. the fact that it's a bad track, racing's, you know, mediocre compared to Martinsville, like what racing's gonna be better, Phoenix's or Martinsville's? Yeah. That's the problem. Like when your championship races as like Homestead could beat Martinsville. I feel like the racing there could be good enough where you're like, This is exciting, this matters. But we're still racing at Phoenix, a track that has never really produced very exciting racing in general. Which frustrates me. I want Homestead back so bad. Or any other track. Happy
1: to see it back in the playoffs, though.
0: One step forward, or a couple inches forward. Yeah. So in Martinsville, you did some content with fans in the campsites. And you were telling me, I want to talk about what our phone call Sunday morning, too. But you said you did. You went to shoot a video with some fans in the campsites. And they gave you a slice of apple pie to eat after you shot with them, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We went, uh, it it was, it was, it was actually pretty cool. I posted it on YouTube today. Um, but you know, you see, if you've ever driven up to Martinsville, you see, um, all the houses right next door to the racetrack. So my dad actually, he went out while I was, um, downloading and editing some video in the media center. He found a homeowner who's been living there for 50 plus years, um, at this place. And, and so, I think you see it all across NASCAR, but especially them, like they just welcomed us as if like we were walking into their home and they had known us for years. So, um, that was cool to kind of capture a different story, different side of the Martinsville race weekend.
0: Was it like an older couple that probably you would know makes really good apple pie? Old people make great pies. Like you're going to, who's going to make better cookies, your grandmother or me? Yeah. Easy question. Okay, so it was good apple pie.
1: It was pretty good, yeah.
0: Probably washed down easily some ice cream. Ice cream and pie is the best.
1: I did not have some ice cream with it, no.
0: They didn't offer you ice cream on top? They did not. Ooh. All right, speaking of YouTube, you had your best YouTube videos ever posted over the weekend. Why do you think that is?
1: Yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, I, think, I think what worked out is like no one hears from Jeff Gordon all too much. And so like it was He cool. tries
0: to be quiet. Wait, I want to ask you, did you like you walked up to him and ask him if you would talk or did, did. offer So,
1: um basically how Victory Lane worked is they had a NASCAR contact there and I'm like, Hey, love to get Ruins Jeff, you fun. know, driver owner. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> Yeah, just go and grab him. So I'm like, All right. Jeff was finishing up the conversation and I'm like, Hey, Jeff, can we grab you a couple couple questions? And he said yes and he gave some good answers, especially some good insight on what the championship week is gonna look like for Larson and, and Chase Elliott this week, and um, I think we are closing in. Probably by the time this podcast is posted, it'll hit two hundred thousand views, which is pretty awesome. Did
0: you do anything different than normal posting? Just posted on YouTube. Any different like tags or captions or anything like that? No, because I'm curious. Because it, the reason why I think it did I, I, maybe of maybe it's, the
1: caption. Maybe the caption. What was the caption? uh, The Jeff Gordon one was, Jeff Gordon weighs in on a chaotic Martinsville race. And then the Alex Bowman video, which is at 95,000 views, is Alex Bowman. He's got a lot more to lose next week than me. So I think, at least for that one, it was was a pretty good quote. Um, And I think the Jeff Gordon and the Martinsville tags, like I'm pretty sure I was the only one all weekend who got a quote about that race from him. So... um, I think everyone's gonna look look to that video to um, to see what he said.
0: Jeff Gordon and Martins was probably a common YouTube search term, so that was good. And then Bowman having a powerful. Well, even quote, like if so you search good.
1: Jeff Gordon, I bet you'd be high up on that list.
0: Yeah, because um, he doesn't have much content out these days. Yeah. Um, I tweeted something that got people big mad on Twitter on Sunday. You want to hear it? Would you say you didn't even, you didn't like it? Maybe you did like it. I don't even know if I saw it. The CMO of NASCAR liked it, so it's clearly a good tweet. Denny Hamlin is so great for NASCAR, the passion, his intensity, that emotion. 100 likes, 45 responses.
1: He's so great for NASCAR? Yeah, Yeah, I don't get, like...
0: You don't get why people boo him? I know. It has nothing to do with on track, I think, though.
1: Yeah, no, I know. But it's like, you ask all the fans, would you rather have Denny not be upset? Or would you rather have seen that on the front stretch? Like, that was freaking crazy. I love that energy and that passion. And I think when he tweeted out that he's like, no one has known exactly what I've been through. And I, you might even have that tweet bookmarked and ready to read. But it was something like, like that. And it's like, yeah, nobody really does know what Denny's been through on his career to get here. And, man, I, so you- I do appreciate the passion that he gives.
0: That's the thing. No one really knows any of these drivers very well at all. Like, you think you may know them through interviews and talking to them, but no one actually really knows these people at all. And so when things like that happen, you may think you know why they're reacting in a certain way, but there's probably completely, you're probably completely off. Even, like, people that talk to drivers often as, like, media members, like, it's not saying they're fake to the media, but they're definitely not fully transparent to the media. Like, these people, like... Well, they're in work mode, you know? Yeah. And... I hate like all the fans' opinions are based on what happens in the media, really, and what they see on track. It's not really about who they are, so that's tough when you see people that, when Denny's response is like, "You don't really know what I'm doing and who I am." Like, I don't know. Like, it feels personal. You're booing me, but you don't really know me personally. So that's always an interesting thing. It's like we could name every driver in the field, and we probably don't know nearly enough or nearly as much about them as we would think.
1: You could say that about most athletes, though.
0: Yeah. Because, like, just working around him, like, you get to know him a little bit, but at the same time, like, they're still, you're usually not in a personal setting with him. So, Um, but the fans are definitely booing Denny for reasons they for who they think he is. But I hope he wins the championship this weekend because he is a great personality for NASCAR and he shows he cares by pulling up on the front stretch and doing that. He could have just gone to pit road. But I wish he would have gotten out of the car and they would have fought. Fought.
1: That's what I said too. Because.
0: The yeah. thing is, that was a no NASCAR officials around, no team members around, no random photographers and random media yeah. people getting around to get a video. It would have been front stretch, like mano a mano, like punch me in the face and let's have a real fight. Everyone to see. Yeah, that like this video was great and it's got like 1.5 million views. It's probably the most viewed video on social media of NASCAR this year. And but a fight would have doubled that like them freaking just going at it. And that's the passion that the sport brings out. And you want to see that like others, like NFL would flat, like big penalties for doing that, like punching someone in the face like that, taunting, whatever. But NASCAR ideally would have not done any penalty. Like wouldn't penalize it all. They would have just let it go. Cause it's a great moment. It shows people care and it shows the emotion. That's what drags people in. You gotta let these guys be who they are.
1: Yeah, I know. I was waiting for that to happen. Then you drove off. Um, Props to that fan who threw that beer, that like that It was one.
0: a white claw.
1: Alright, well, like
0: I know regardless know of what, what white... it
1: was, you had to get that over the fence and like okay. bullseye.
0: I know you don't know what white claw tastes like, but I don't know why someone ruined a perfectly good white claw by throwing it at Denny Hamlin.
1: Well that's more your brand.
0: I'll one day I'll have to show you what's so good about it. Um, You remember when the cars were point nose to nose and Denny did a double bird?
1: Yes. Yeah. And
0: Alex was like, yeah, did you, get I'd, away yeah, from me. I did see like, that. like, oh, get away from me. I'm scared. Um, on part of my take on Barstool this week or last week, they asked, Big Cat asked a question, how do cars have sex? Because he's his son <laughs> is fascinated with the cars movie. And then they tweeted that question and then NASCAR and then the video of them like <laughs> nose to nose. I'm like, oh, that was so freaking perfect. So I would love, cars have sex. you and, and I would
1: how. love, I would love for Alex Bowman to win the race this weekend at Phoenix and Denny Hamlin to win the championship so they could do a dual burnout together.
0: Yeah, properly. that'd be awesome.
1: <laughs> all right,
0: we talked about sex and alcohol in the last five minutes. Do you have any comments on drugs?
1: I think we're all good. I think we're all set. Yeah.
0: I think I already made that joke once this year on this podcast. It just, it just happened so naturally.
1: Yeah. You really like, I mean, I guess, you talk about what you're passionate about, Jason, right?
0: Yeah. You want to talk about content? I'm very passionate about content.
1: We can talk about that.
0: Um, Dirty Mill Media has great content. You should check it out. I think NASCAR needs to post more content ahead of the championship forward, make it a big deal, like hype up every single driver, like overhype them. That's I think what should be a goal. Talking about you said that Phoenix has like merch or signs up around town. I saw a few that literally had no reference to NASCAR. Like, unless you knew the NASCAR bar logo or that the race was in town, you wouldn't know that it means NASCAR.
1: I don't know which ones you've seen, but the ones that I've seen have the NASCAR logo. Um, It even has the date, too, um, on a few of those that I've seen.
0: But my point about this is it's literally like most people around Phoenix do not know anything about what's happening in NASCAR. So you literally have to spell it out what's happening like if the super bowl they could get away with putting just general signs up around the city but nascar like if you want to prom- use this as like promotional material you've got to like literally say what's happening because people don't pay attention to nascar in gen- the general public
1: i don't know i don't know how much of the general public will be able to even buy tickets though
0: well here's a funny thing you remember how they said the races sold out yeah all weekend long there were commercials on the broadcast saying buy your tickets now for all three races I don't know what that was about. I was I was like I thought it was sold out, but then it was like, all right, buy your tickets now. November what was it seventh fourth I don't know fourth seven, are. I think. Yeah, I was like, that's very surprising. Okay, I have a question. What do you got? Why do multiple towns around Arizona around Phoenix, Arizona end with Dale? Glendale,
1: Scottsdale?
0: Yeah, is there any other Dales?
1: Avondale? That's where the racetrack is.
0: Is there a reason for that? Are they big Dale fans?
1: Probably. Yeah, I think it's definitely an Earnhardt thing.
0: These are the things I think of during the day. Yeah. I thought of that uh, when I was driving. I was like, wow, that's a great question. Because the Cardinals play in... Glendale. Glendale. That's where I was thinking of it. By the way, the Cardinals play the 49ers this week at 425 in uh, Santa Clara. Just just in case you're uh, looking to watch that game. Okay. Yeah. Patriots play the Panthers in Charlotte. I wish I could go. I kinda of wanna go, but it would be close. Yeah, it'd be cut it close to get I'd probably miss like the first half of the race, but Patriots only come to Charlotte once every eight years, so I feel like I have to go. I have something to say. What do you got? I'm taking over. My championship four was perfect. It was? Yeah. Let me show you my
1: that's interesting. Like it's uh, yeah. Pull out your post-it card. Let's see. Five, nineteen, eleven, nine. Okay. Wait. 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 Genius. What was your round of eight? Oh, well, you had the forty-eight and the twenty-four in there. That's I'm a genius.
0: Good. I'm a genius.
1: Well, we're gonna have to see if Denny wins. I think he will. I think he's. I'm three for four. I think the guy I was missing was Truex um i had william byron actually instead of true that did not go too well that was kind of my what an idiot take yeah it didn't work out
0: all right um i want saturday to turn out with a noah gregson championship because jrm and that nine car is very good in these championship races and noah is on fire and the celebration would be epic And it would be great for the company. So that is what I hope happens on Saturday. Then on Sunday, I hope Denny Hamlin wins because he is a very good personality for the sport. He's doing a lot for the sport. And a championship would be icing on the cake for him. I think I wouldn't be mad if he wins the championship because I think he's been on par with Larson all year. Just hasn't won as many races, but he's been points-wise like very consistent throughout the year. He's one of the strongest guys. I hope it comes down to them two battling because that'd be very fitting for the season.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think you look at... Sunday, and it's honestly anyone's game. I think you know Larson's been good all year, but he's not necessarily the best at Phoenix. Chase obviously won this last year. Truex won this race earlier this year, and then Hamlin's kind of been that guy who's you know always around these championship races. So, um, who do you think? Who do you think will like? I know you want Denny. Who do you think will win, Denny?
0: Denny. I think he's the best at the 750 tracks all year long, consistently. Fair enough. So, and of course, it's about the arrow package because everything's about the arrow package and that's how it's probably going to be determined who's been best at that. But crazy things could happen. Did you see the Atlanta Braves won the World Series?
1: I did see that last night, yeah.
0: So I was thinking they were not the greatest team all year. They were, I think, had 89 wins maybe. I'm not sure if that's totally right. But they had, like, significantly less wins than some better teams in the playoffs. And I was like, well, here's a dilemma. In the NFL, it's one game per round of the playoffs so it's like random upsets can happen and then the super bowl can be whoever but usually you're pretty trustworthy it's like whoever makes the super bowl is probably the best the baseball um you have the braves who weren't the best all year but they made it to the world series and won it and it was like you know what it feels nat- like it feels normal though like they feel like they deserve it and i think for the first time in maybe since truex won the championship in 2017 if Hamlin or Larson wins the championship i feel like it'll be deserved it, like they've earned it they've done their best throughout the year they're the best guys versus when Kyle Busch won in 2019 like i can't name one memorable moment from his season in 2019 like maybe my bad be, me-
1: it should have been Hamlin
0: i have no idea i can't remember anything from 2019 in general which shows you how unmemorable yeah i
1: actually was. think i think 2019 was Hamlin like it was gearing up to be Hamlin's year. Yeah, I
0: think he may have had He he was.
1: You know what it was? He would a backs against the wall, race his way in, win at Phoenix. And, like, the storylines mm. there, oh, Hamlin races his way yeah. in, he can perform under pressure, that's his championship to win.
0: Gotcha. And yeah, so, he obviously didn't get that. So, yeah, so, like, Kyle Busch winning that year did not feel right. Chase winning last year didn't really feel too – because, you know, Harvick, the story was Harvick didn't make the championship for her. And so Chase Wayne's like, yeah, he did well at the end. And it's like in other playoffs, sports playoffs, like that's acceptable. It's I just, cause it's been so commonplace that that can happen. Like the Braves winning, like they deserved it. They freaking went out and crushed all the best teams to get there. And Truex winning 2017 was very fitting. Cause he was the best, like Jimmy in 2016. It was a cool story that he won ultimately, but that was a very rough season for Jimmy. That was not that great. Of should year. should have been he Carl Edwards. Out. Yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like, we well, may have a fitting champion this year because Larson and Denny should be the best. But at the same time, if Truex wins and Chase wins, it's still is going to feel very awkward and very forced that like this is a champion, but they may have not put up a championship performance all year. Like one cut tire, Larson leading with five laps to go could ruin a season. Yeah, dramatic moment. But like he's earned the ch- right to be the champion versus the other guys that are just going to win a race when they maybe haven't been the best all year long. It's just, it's very hard to wrap my mind around accepting the champion when it's not the person that's deserved it the most like even in the 10 race playoffs like if you're the best over 10 weeks like that like when Jimmy won all of his like yeah he was the best in 10 weeks he deserved it they should change the tracks up more to prevent that but like he put kicked everyone's ass in 10 straight weeks earned the champion Tony Stewart 2011 he didn't have the greatest eater kicked everyone's ass in the last 10 races earned the championship like that just feel always felt more like deserving than the one race does when someone random wins not random but someone not as deserving as the best car of the year wins
1: i love the excitement but, though
0: it's it, i do it's exciting and i like the idea of it it's just it's so hard it's to freaking accept if larson or denny doesn't win if larson <laughs> or denny wins it's great but like i know i, I know like champion, it's just two drivers that's of exactly
1: four? what i was just going to say yeah, Genius. That's, that's literally what I was just going to say. What if it was two drivers instead of four? Imagine a Larson-Denny Hamlin battle yeah. to finish this year out. That would be. That's what made Tony Stewart versus Carl yeah. Edwards so good. One of the best championships ever. It was especially just because you were following them all 10 races long. And it was just
0: like... And, you know, that was the influence for the playoff system. It was like they want to recreate that every year, so they decided to do eliminations and reset the points every six seconds. Yeah. And, you know, you get that same effect, but I think the best two would be awesome. Cause you would Cause think. It's like Then,
1: then it's it. like other sports where it's like the finals. You know what yeah. I mean? Um,
0: I think, and they, and like everyone else still matters. Like, it's not like this is just a rate, like they're only going to focus on the championship four, but everyone else still matters. And for all of nascar history every race mattered for every single person but now it seems like the races matter less for the guys not how wild would this
1: be i know we like do all these hypotheticals how wild would it be if we did this same playoff format but it was eight six four two
0: yeah less yeah oh my god that
1: would be insane
0: you know how much more credibility the playoffs get if it's the Eight drivers in versus sixteen. Sixteen feels like yeah, anyone can come in, but eight feels like you got to freaking earn to be in a top eight. You got to like perform and not just wins. Don't give it to eight winners because Michael McDowell. Not if we did the points like well, even winners, if we did that, yeah, yeah. McDowell I'm wouldn't saying, have made it. You know, it's yeah, I'm top saying if you do the winners points, yeah, so I'm saying yeah, you then you points. would
1: maybe have to do it on points.
0: But that's fine. Like make it earn it. Make everyone drive as hell. Their, fucking hearts out to get in like make it deserving don't just let everybody in because you want sponsors to be happy like you gotta make it feel meaningful and i feel like there's ways to do that and if dart like i'm not saying won't happen this weekend but if larson and denny are the top two it'll feel meaningful but there's a chance it doesn't mean feel meaningful and i want it to feel meaningful
1: i don't know and if Hamlin wins this championship, could be the first, maybe one of the first times champion gets out and gets booed by the crowd.
0: Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be cool. Usually the commissioner of the sport gets booed when the crowd comes out. Like yesterday at the Braves celebration, they booed Rob Manfred on the stage when they were presenting the Braves a championship trophy. And every time yeah. Roger Goodell handed the Patriots a trophy, he got booed like crazy. I think he gets booed regardless, but that would be funny if that's how it turns out. Cause that's always, it's like, it's com- it's become commonplace in sports that someone like there's booing during the championship celebration. And, um, that would be pretty strike stark. Fuck. I don't know what you're trying to say.
1: That I'm would be awesome. That. Like, honestly, that would be so awesome to have him. Make get sure you out. capture that audio. Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll make sure those mics are on.
0: Okay. I'm picking Denny. I think I've said it 30 times. Who are you picking? Who's going to win?
1: I'll go with, I'll go with Larson. Um, I think it's just, you know, besides what happened last week, like, I feel like they've been able to win at like all tracks, all the big moments. Um, You know, if this is their year, they're going to ultimately, I think the true champions can step up to that plate. So um, I'll go with Kyle Larson.
0: Uh, do you have a prediction? Of course, you won't be watching on TV, but what's Rick Allen's call to the line going to be for Kyle Larson? I was thinking about this for all the four drivers. Like, what are the moment, What's, what's going to be noted?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think if Chase wins, I hope he doesn't say it because I want to say it. Um, it's that lightning indeed does strike twice. Um right, would be my line one. for Chase Elliott. Um that's all I got. That's the only. That's the only line right now I have for any of the championship four drivers. I gotta write up some other ones. What do you think it'll be?
0: Well, Larson, you have so much to choose from. Whether you want to say all oh, he's overcome, or he's the best in the motorsports world. He's won all these races, and now he's won a cup championship. Or Denny, he's won everything there is to win a NASCAR, and now he's a champion. Those are cool. Oh, I lines. like that. I think there could be. I wanna. I kind of want to be funny with this, but I don't want to make him oh. mad.
1: Okay. Right be, what?
0: No, no, I'm not. I don't want to say. I want fans to tweet us their funny. Uh, what if it could Denny be.
1: wins, I'll probably reference something along the wording of his tweet, like the which tweet. I don't expect you to understand my emotions. You don't see the time I spent working on my craft. You haven't seen what these teams put in. Um, you haven't been taken out twice in the last ten races. Maybe not that kind of stuff, but like the. <laughs>
0: You're just gonna read his tweet off to him. He spent you know, yeah.
1: 16 years trying to accomplish the sport's highest honor. That's probably where I would go. Yeah, yeah, uh, I think that sounds cool. I I was pretty proud of what I did in Victory Lane with Noah Gregson. Um, I think it was, it was winner go home, and Noah Gregson is not going home. I thought that was kind of cool.
0: Yeah, he's not going home at all. I felt bad for Justin Allgaier. Yeah, I know. Oh, wait, I Denny know. tweeted this on uh. Oh, he tweeted this in response to someone last month. Freaking charters, man. That should be the tweet you read to him. Be like, hey, I know you just won the championship. Actually, the line you should read to him is, do more research, Bob, because that's what we tweeted Bob <laughs> earlier. Um, All right. Championship weekend, the off seasons awaits us. Lots happened this season. Imagine we had all these rivalries throughout the year instead of just in the last five weeks. Maybe the season should be shorter. Maybe when we gave out our 21 race schedule earlier in the year and people hated us for it, maybe we were on something. Um, We need more short tracks too, but that's another topic for another day.
1: Well, and nah, actually no. I was going to say you can make other tracks happy by having Xfinity and trucks go to them and you just swap them each year
0: the short track like srx nascar is never going to admit that srx did something that's like good but srx has gone to these short tracks and put on big shows this no, year i'm saying like the, the tracks
1: year. that we didn't include in our schedule um yeah. they get xfinity and truck races and then we can intertwine and swap some out
0: yeah uh, but i just think srx proved this year you can go to short tracks and put on big shows and i hope and still have a huge sold out crowd because the amount of people going to Kansas probably would equate to a big short track somewhere. So I'd like to see that. Martinsville had trails. an
1: awesome crowd too this week. Best
0: since 2016, Yeah. Which, when I, which I was there last and I looked at a picture or I was there. That was my first Martinsville race. And I looked at a picture from that day. I was like, wow, that crowd was huge. What's happened since then. And then this weekend it wasn't definitely wasn't as big, but it was like more full than the last few years. And so it's as if, Andrew, more people are gonna show up to short tracks and mile and a half and maybe we should do more tracks that attract bigger crowd than I
1: don't know if that's necessarily true because Martinsville takes a lot less people to pack the house than it would. I would
0: say there's probably sixty thousand at Martinsville and I bet Kansas didn't have sixty thousand.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I bet Kansas capacity is like
0: is like ninety and But if you want to have the appearance of a sold out crowd Go to short tracks That's all I ask And Phoenix is kind of in between short track And not a short track So we'll see how it goes But yeah here we are Championship 4 Season's over Not sad at all
1: I, I can't wait to see what happens in the Xfinity series too Like I think
0: The Xfinity series has probably been the superior product all season And I'm probably more excited to see Maybe I'm just I want to see how Noah does And how it unfolds but those guys have been clawing at it all year and to well, see them Well, it's just like, I want to see,
1: can AJ win it? Or can Sindrick go? I like, I even though Sindrick won it last year, I'd like to see someone else win. Oh, yeah. Um,
0: Different. Like, Different, I good. still
1: like Austin Sindrick. Like, I still think, like, he's going to be fun to watch in the Cup Series next year. Um, if he
0: finds a personality. No
1: offense. No, man. Every time I've talked to him, he's been... Great.
0: Okay, but to me, the average viewer that doesn't talk to him, that just sees him in interviews, it's like...
1: All right, well, watch my interview. We talk about... um,
0: Drugs? Alcohol?
1: No, (laughs) trick-or-treating.
0: Oh, yeah. Love that personality right there. Uh, You're going to Phoenix. You can have a report for us back next week about how it all goes. I'll have some opinions, and we'll talk about what happened.
1: Go from there. Sounds
0: good to me all right now we're going to end the show now and everyone have a great last weekend of the season cheer on the patriots beforehand on sunday afternoon against the carolina panthers and oh here's just here's one more funny thing that's been happening brett said last week on dbc my favorite words content every single tweet i get is people saying hey jason is this good content hey jason is this good content 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 And so I would just like to say I have officially been crowned the king of content and you need to bow down to me in all aspects of content.
1: Did you like that? I put Freddie craft on the phone.
0: Yeah. Fred Andrew was walking back into the track of Martinsville and saw Freddie. And then I was on the phone with Andrew and he's like, Hey, talk to Jason. And I was like, who is this? And he's (laughs) like, it's your fucking co-host." And I was like, Oh, did you read my notes? Um, Yeah. Then I thought you guys were
1: going to just start. Talking to each other, I'm like, well, I, I need to go.
0: That's your fault. You didn't. Yet. You were the one that did it. Yeah. Can you call me the king of content?
1: Um. I do what I want.
0: All right, people, but people are saying I'm the king of content. What you got? That like, I want. That's my brand from now on. I'm just gonna go around being the king of content. I feel you know like can't, that
1: can't be a self-given title, though.
0: I have not Everyone's tweeting me that.
1: All right, fair enough.
0: I can't help it. They, the the want to give the people what they want. If you th- if you're listening and you made it through all thirty seven minutes of this podcast and you <laughs> think I'm the king content, tweet it to me and I'll officially uh, proclaim it. God, I would be such a good content troll by being the king content. Great idea. Look it now, I'm pumped up. This is good. <laughs> Thank you for letting me talk through the show and get to this conclusion. It's a great way to end
1: it. Happy to help.
0: All right king of content signing off follow me on twitter at hey jason schultz i'll try to not take any shots at anybody on twitter this weekend and not make anyone mad that's my promise to you andrew
1: there you go nice uh you can follow me at andrew curling tv um gonna be shooting some stuff at the track this week um i'll tweet what- oh
0: cool what kind yeah. of shooting
1: well we're we're doing some stuff for the uh for the uh, NASCAR track team. Also doing some personal stuff. So I'll definitely share share some of the fun stuff that we do.
0: Get something exclusive for Redhead Racing Radio.
1: I will. Yeah, definitely.
0: All right. Off to Phoenix. Happy Daylight Savings Time. That's the most. already that's the most, oh. that's the most important thing happening this weekend.
1: Truthfully, like, that is. That's awesome. Can't wait. Why couldn't this happen earlier so I don't have to wake up like at five in the morning for the download every time i <laughs> as can wake soon as up at six thirty 30 now
0: as soon as the season <laughs> ends you get I know, like as four soon as, like, shows done
1: recording all the stuff on eastern time that's when we're gonna make it easier to yeah. hey you're
0: used to it now or just move to charlotte that's a great end there another idea
1: yeah that's also in the works
0: all right i'll see you there then
1: all right, sounds right let's
0: close the podcast for the fifth time peace out the end